It's called This Is Why We Fight. With our arms and back. 
come to me, come to me now, lay your arms around me, this is why, this is why we fight, come help, come Colin Malloy with one of uh, the members of his band, the Decemberists, Chris Funk, doing a version of This Is Why We Fight. And this is Labor Lines on KRFP 90.3 FM, Moscow, Idaho, krfp.org. I'd like to thank the three anonymous donors who have helped keep my program going. Uh, under the Adopt a DJ program, one of the ways that listeners can help support the great programming to be found all the time on this great radio station. To look into that, to find out how you could become a member overall, please go to krfp.org. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm John Andercheck. The show is Labor Lines. Andercheck with Labor Lines, the weekly radio show on KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, 90.3 FM, and Labor Lines, a podcast on Anchor FM and some other platforms, as they say. Joining me this evening on the 13th of May is Susan Peterson. She's a registered nurse up at Multicare Valley Hospital in the Spokane Valley in Washington State, uh, Eastern Washington. She's in the critical care unit for six years and um, she's joining me today to give us some background on what's coming up there as far as labor action. They're going to have an informational picket at that site. Um, and Susan, fill us in on, on what's all behind it and what's going to go on. So thank you. Perfect. Thank, thank you for having me. Yes, I am a nurse at Valley Hospital, and we also um, – We'll be having an informational picket at Deaconess the same day that as well, Deaconess down in Spokane. So we are um, we are represented by SEIU, the Service Employees Inter- International Union, and we are 1199 Northwest um, in the healthcare division. And so we represent a. We as the union are a union of uh, service and tech and um, nurses that um, are all represented as one. And um, just to tell you a little bit about myself, um, y'all may hear a little bit of an accent. I am from the South, and this is my first union job I've ever had. I um, and South has a the South has a little bit of a different opinion about unions, but I, as I've kind of grown and learned over the years. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I am so thankful that I, I have this. So thankful that I have this union of of all kinds of workers that um, my job is protected. I've seen some nurses over the years, and I'll probably talk a lot about nursing because that's what I've been a nurse for 27 years now. And I've seen nurses just 
give all give their whole career to one facility just to be let go to be fired for essentially no reason just maybe they got a little slower because they were a little older but they were also a little more expensive and so um uh there's so much value in to longevity and i appreciate being somewhere where we are unionized and we have a, a strong union of workers that um that help hold us together as a as a group so um this is my we're in the middle of bargaining for a new contract so we so our seiu represents at at valley hospital the nurses and the techs and the service workers techs being er techs and surgical scrub techs lab tech uh just different just all the technical um job classes in in our facility and the service workers can be housekeeping food service workers there's just uh, i just hate that i'm OR techs, I hate that I just cannot name every specific job class, but as well, but we also represent the nurses. So at Valley Hospital, I mean, excuse me, at Deaconess Hospital, where SEIU is, represents the service and tech, the nurses, unfortunately, are not uh, with union at this time. So, um, yeah, they're, they're missing out a little bit, I think. But um, anyway, we've been negotiating a contract our current contract expired, um, our most recent contract, I should say, expired in December. So we started this negotiation process in November, no, October, I'm sorry, of last year. And here we are in May, and we are still negotiating a contract and um, having, a, having a kind of a difficult time with management. So, therefore, the union members have voted on an informational picket. If anybody lives up in this area, they might have seen signs, some car signs and some uh, signs on the sides of uh, sides of the freeway at the intersections and definitely in a lot of folks' yards that say, you know, multi-care on your heroes. Um, we've gone through a lot of struggle through COVID. Um, and, you know, while we're definitely on the front lines, um, we've, you know, got no such hazardous duty pay or anything like that. And there's a great big old signs in front of the hospital that say, honor your heroes, yet they are, they were struggling just to get anything but just insulting, um, insulting talking points back from them, insulting uh, wage proposals from them. So we were forced to have an informational picket to let the community know that they're heroes that they um, care so much about are just not being, uh, not being uh, treated as well in the, within wages and proposals that they have as we should be not that we ask for anything more we asked for just something reasonable we asked for to be we're asking to be just competitive ways and benefits and um, work conditions wise with our neighbors our providence hospitals that are literally right next door to deaconess and in the right here in spokane and so um 
yeah, we're not, we're not we're going to become close to that to to Providence yet. Multicare wants to be the number one healthcare provider in this region. So, anyway, that's about it. <laughs> no, uh, that's interesting. So, yeah, a few things for those who are going to listen to this uh, uh, interview, this talk with Susan uh, Peterson with uh, uh, Service Employees International Union, eleven ninety nine Northwest Healthcare Division. Uh, the model you have there at uh, Multicare Valley, uh, some people will call that wall to wall. You represent everybody there, uh, which is uh, 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 a model that's been used uh, in the past more than than uh, recently or more current times. Uh, and a lot to be said about that. Uh, I'm surprised here, Deaconess, the, uh, the nurses aren't organized there. Deaconess has been there forever uh, up on uh, Pill Hill, I think they used to call it there. Out of the South Hill in uh, Spokane is kind of this uh, monolith there. Uh, so that'll be interesting uh, dynamics there, Susan. So, yeah, once again, like you say, uh, they they just uh, these platitudes that you still need a, a few bucks to buy a cup of coffee with. Um, and you don't get that. These uh, empty uh, you're our heroes type of deal. Uh, uh doesn't really amount to much. I mean, you know, it, it, you, people uh, want to be recognized, but you still have to uh, uh, take care of yourself and your family. Um, and uh, you've put up with a lot. I mean, it was uh, uh, when we went into this, uh, we really didn't know anything, did we? And um, yet you folks stepped up. You never left your jobs. Um, and I mentioned when we before we recorded, we have family in the uh, medical uh, field. Uh our daughter started uh, her career as a lab scientist at the beginning of pandemic. And, uh, you know, we were concerned about her. So uh, the informational pickets, you'll be out there in front of uh, both facilities. Is that correct? Yeah, we'll be out there at both facilities. Um, pretty much all day with some, with some breaks um, in the middle of, it breaks in the time it'll start. There'll be basically three sessions and it'll, it'll start. It'll start in the morning, start about seven 30 and finish up about five 30 in the evening. Um, and there'll be three different sessions, but they'll, but it'll happen at both places. I personally will be at Valley all day because that's where I work. Um, and, but there'll also be a setup set, um, There'll be people picketing and so forth down at, um, at Deaconess Hospital as well. And so it would be great to get the community support out there to come by, picket for a few minutes, whatever you have time. Whatever you have time for would be – we'll be very grateful for that. Um, just to say a few, a few things, a few other things about some of the things that we – some of the problems we're facing at, at the hospitals is – People leaving. You people. It's not only the healthcare, not only the healthcare um, in the health, not only the healthcare, but people are businesses are offering a lot um, more money at the starting, the low end. I know my husband was telling me just the other day that there's a fast food restaurant here. I live I actually live over in Idaho in Post Falls, and this fast food restaurant here is starting it starting at $15 an hour. Um, so, but we have people in the service and tech for this, definitely the service and the housekeeping 
for instance, and food service workers that their starting wage is like way lower than that. It's in the 13, 14, 14 something range. And they're just, they've agreed to move those wages up to the, they have a step system for, for, uh, for a, a wage, a wage a wage step program. Uh, I, I'm not. Sh- I can't think of what to call it. But they have a step system to where you start out, and then maybe next year you'll get, go up the next the next step. So, but right now it starts at well, below minimum wage for Washington. So they have agreed to to increase that step ladder, but um, it, they're still can run down the road and get a job at Amazon or some other place. And start out higher than they would start out that they've been working for for years at, at Deaconess or, or Valley, especially thinking about the housekeepers. They have to they're exposed to have to clean, clean hospital rooms and clean operating rooms, but clean the hospital rooms that patients with COVID and even other really infectious diseases have had. Yet they're getting paid less than you could get at a fast food restaurant. And, and we just feel like that's, it's just unacceptable period. Uh, I'm a nurse and I've been an RN and a certification in my area for, you know, I've been doing this a long time, but I couldn't do my job without this text and without the respiratory therapist, without the surgical techs. I couldn't, we couldn't do our jobs without them and without, you know, I couldn't go down and take care of my patients and then go down and cook their meals or clean all the rooms. And and so that's where that's where SEIU is is really important to me. And that I, I really am very proud to be in organization to be in an organization which represents and be in a hospital where all of our, our our areas are represented because it takes all of us as a as a team. And then and then, you know, what it, it should Multicare should be a part of our team. And what I mean by that is we have been losing losing nurses and losing staff to other areas. Um, the turnover rate is huge. And so to be able to, to keep nurses and to keep nurses from going to, say, Sacred Heart to, for a higher wage, we need to – they need to be offering. They need to be come up with some reasonable some – reasonable um, reasonable pay increases and some reasonable benefit uh, increases and, and uh, pay people for coming in on call and so forth. And they're just, they're just not there. We have been, we just got for nurses up to a 3% um, uh, offer from, from multi-care and they started, I don't even remember what they started at. It was 1% maybe. And but that's only their, what they're offering. And 1% is, but just over 1% is what they're still offering as a raise for the service and service workers. So we need to keep staff. We need to retain staff. Or we retain staff. And we need to recruit staff because if there's, if there's nobody to work there, there's nobody to care for care for the patients in our community. So, and multi care is making money. Right. Um, multi care is making like 
let's see, I do have some statistics in front of me. So they closed out 2020 when COVID was supposed to be so negative and hurt hurt hospitals and hurt business so bad. Multicare closed it off with a profit of $277 million. And they had $3.1 billion of cash and cash equivalents in the bank. So they're expanding. They bought other facilities. They loaned another hospital down near the Tri-Cities or somewhere, like $75 million to that hospital. So we're just asking for, gosh, we're just asking for to be, you know, in the same lane um, uh, wage-wise as Sacred Heart. And they say that that's not within our market. <laughs> well, it, it, right. And what you're asking for, uh, as I listen to you, is uh, that the hospital talk about empty words, that they live up their mission statement, which I, I, I just going to have to uh, uh, be willing to make a safe bet talks about serving the community, uh, but they're not going to be able to serve the community. I mean, uh, their main job, if you ask me, is make sure they have the people in place to serve the community. And it, that's up to them. Uh, they're the ones that are either going to do it or not do it, either step up or step off. And uh, your informational picket for uh, next Wednesday, May 19th, will uh, hopefully bring that to the forefront of the community. Uh, how uh, this, you know, Valley's been there for a long time. Deaconess has been there for uh, I don't know how long, uh, but we're talking generations, really. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, sadly, though, uh, these hospitals has changed. You know, we've just seen this for-profit model, and uh, right. uh, and you know, it was really uh, on a bed of sand. If he, it, one way of putting it, and COVID was just the wave that came in and and undermined it. I've been. Uh, uh, visiting with Susan Peterson. She's a registered nurse. What did you say? 20 some years of being a nurse, six years. Yes. At, yeah. Very. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I, you know, I asked you, yeah, 20 some, 27 years of being a nurse, uh, six years at multi-care Valley hospital in the Spokane Valley, uh, as a critical care nurse. And, uh, uh, with uh, Service Employees International Union, 1199 Northwest Healthcare Division, a great union. They had a, a fight last year uh, out in the Puget Sound area, and that was the largest strike the uh, United States saw in 2020, actually. And I spoke with some of your uh, uh, sisters out there, actually, when that was going on, uh, Susan. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was huge. Yeah, that was huge. And yeah, a lot of bad stuff pulled off by uh, uh, Swedish Providence out there. Uh, and that's just a fact. Uh, uh, where can people uh, keep in touch with you folks? Where can they find out more information what's going on? Um, I'm, you, I'm sure you're out on the social media. Can you give us some uh, pointers where you could, uh, your sites? Yeah, we actually have a website, multicareheroes.org. I'll say it again, multicareheroes.org. And there's information on the picket times and and the places on there as well as some other information as well. So they can definitely find out or just show up. Hopefully, I'm sure that you'll be able to see us. I say hopefully, but I know that you'll be able to see us. Um, at Valet and um, also at Deaconess on that day. And like I said, we're going to start off about 7.30 in the morning and it'll run through. There'll be 
three different intermittent time slots and I don't recall, I don't have the information in front of me with the, but it's all on that multicareheroes.org website and they'll have all the information about what the time slots are. Even if somebody wants to come out, can't get out of the car, come honk your horn, show support, um, grab a yard sign if, if they haven't had a yard sign for their for their yard. There's, I'm sure we'll probably have some more or a car sticker just to, it's not really a sticker, it's just a uh, magnetic car magnetic car sign that just sticks on your car. So come by and, and support us and because we're here for we're here for the workers. And I know me being a nurse in ICU, I, I mean, that's that's just what I do. That's just my passion. It's it's been hard and very challenging um, mentally, not to and physically um, during this whole pandemic stuff. I'm I'm really tired of saying that COVID word. Right. <laughs> I said, I'm so sick of it. Just be over now. But um, it, it's challenging. But we also we want to have enough staff to be able to retain enough staff in, in, in every in every department among every job class to be able to keep given quality care and not being not not being understaffed and having too many patients to care for. And, and that's what it's leading to. If they don't if they don't um, if they don't honor and honor and um, agree to some of our proposals, and which are not unreasonable whatsoever, that that's what we're going to be left with, and that's unfortunate. That the healthcare, the nursing, there's been a nursing shortage. There's been a, a generalized nursing nursing shortage probably since I've been a nurse. They've always said, "Well, there's a nursing shortage." Well, it's getting worse because now this distress level is is unbelievable. And so it we're not like we need anything unreasonable. We just like to be we like to be close to what Sacred Heart is offering. Or nurses are gonna go down to Sacred Heart and that's that's what's gonna happen with that. <laughs> well, once again I encourage anyone that's gonna listen to this uh uh, interview this uh, this visit with Susan Peterson out there at uh, uh, Multicare Valley Hospital. It's going to take place there in at Deaconess, uh, the old uh, uh, monolith out there, huge complex. Um, uh, yeah, my wife, when she was uh, in, uh, uh, you know, she spent her time in the valley as a nurse. Uh, that she, She's the one I heard first. They called that Pill Hill up there between uh, Deaconess and Sacred Heart. But, I mean, a great service to the community. I mean, it's a regional center. It's uh, it's where you want to go if, if you're in serious trauma, um, among other, other issues. Uh, but what I will say from my life experience, uh, and I throw this out. I, I certainly want to encourage people to go, but I'm going to throw this out of caution. Uh, if you this is your first labor rally, labor picket, uh, labor action, uh, beware. You will not leave the same person to take the step in solidarity with your fellow workers and understand that injury to one is an injury to all of us. Uh, you will not leave the same person. It, it is a transformative event in your life, and I encourage you to believe that. I say it with all my heart to believe that. And if you can spend five minutes on that sidewalk, uh, uh, go for it because uh, 
it, it's it's what the human condition is all about, in my opinion, Susan Peterson. Uh, it's got to be all of us. It's not. It's going to be none of us. So, Susan, I, go ahead. I, I totally agree. I just want to read this. Just back that up, hundred fifty percent. Definitely. Uh, Okay, Susan Peterson, thank you for your time. I, you know, you're going to be busy at the supper time now. Um, God bless you and all your workers. I mean that with all my heart. You always will have a voice here on Labor Lines, uh, and I'll get this out to you and uh, do my best to uh, uh, get the word out and see if we get a few folks out that way or more. That would be fabulous. And I thank you for having me. Absolutely. My honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. As uh, Susan said, the action at Spokane Valley and Deaconess will be uh, on the 19th, the day after this show is supposed to be airing. If you're listening to it as it airs, it's tomorrow. So I hope everyone will turn out. This is KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, 90.3 FM, KRFP.org. I'm John Anerjek. The show is Labor Lines. You can find standalone interviews and entire shows on Labor Lines at Anchor FM and some other platforms, including Google, Spotify, Overcast, and Breaker. So I hope you'll take uh, a chance to do that also. Thank you. And we're going to get into some more interviews right around the corner. Sing one of Woody's old songs. and gender joy to stand on common ground. Oh, you can't scare me, I'm 
I'm sticking with the union. I'm sticking with the union. I'm sticking to the union. Oh, you can't scare me. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union till the day I die. Oh, you can't scare me. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union. Oh, you can't scare me. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union till the day I die. I'm sticking with the union till the day I die. Play, play a little bit, see what, how the key is for me. Is it okay? Yeah, that's, that's Bruce's key, right? Yeah. Marcus suggested the song. I thought it was an excellent choice. Uh, when Bruce wrote it, I, I guess he was thinking of... Uh, obviously, he was singing of Steinbeck. He was singing of the stories from the 1930s and 40s. And so we put a little bit of Woody Guthrie's Do Re Me in the middle of it. The two songs seem to fit together. We wouldn't know what to say, so it's quite helpful to have music that says things for you. And that's definitely, I mean, and sometimes these songs pop up that are like amazing, you know, and Guthrie did it a lot, and Springsteen does it, and yeah, so it felt like a nice fusion. Choppers coming up over the ridge Hot soup on a campfire under the bridge Shelter line stretching round the corner Welcome to the new world order Families sleeping in their cars in the southwest No home, no job, no peace, no rest Highway is alive tonight. tonight. We're in city, everybody knows. I'm sitting down here in the campfire light. I'm waiting on the ghost of Tom Joe. Lots of people out east, they say, leaving home almost every day. Beating our hot and dusty way to the California line Across the desert sands they roll Getting out of that old dust bowl Think they're going to a sugar bowl But here's what they find Police at the port of entry say Your number 14,000 for today Oh, if you ain't got that door, pray 
got that door Well, you better go back to beautiful Texas Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee California's a garden of But believe it or not, you won't find it too hot if you ain't got that door in me. Now Tom said, wherever there's a car beating a guy, wherever a hungry newborn baby cries, where there's a fight against the blood and hatred in the air. Look for me, Tom, I'll be there There there's someone fighting for a place to stand Or a decent job or a helping hand Ever somebody struggling to be free Look for me, Ma, you'll see me Old and the young went to steel canyons 
tickled with the songs that were sung And the streets were filled and the law was undone And the fever of the people was breaking We don't need any hand-me-downs We're not looking for charity Cause we've been fooled, we've been jerked around And there's only so much we can take No, we won't go
land is my land From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me As I went walking that ribbon of highway I saw above me that endless skyway I saw below me that golden valley This land was made for you and me This land is your land, this land is my land From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me And the sun was shining, and the wheat fields waving, and the grass fields grow. When I heard a voice lifting, it might have been everyone singing, This land was made for you and me. No, no. This land is your land, this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me Was a high wall there that tried to stop me Sign painted on it, said private property But on the back side, didn't say nothing That side was made for you and me This land is your land, this land is my land From California to the New York Island from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream water, this land was made for you and me. Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. Okay, our regular potpourri of music there. The new students covering Guthrie's This Land. Uh, before that, knockoffs covering Pretender's City and Runes. Dylan uh, stirring them up at the Newport Folk Festival a few years ago. Maggie's Farm. The new students, We Won't Go Away, based on... Uh, their uh, Justin Flagg, their uh, uh, lead singer there, band member, his experience at Occupy Wall Street. Elvis Costello and Mumford and Sons, a couple of covers uh, covering Springsteen's Ghost of Tom Dode and Guthrie's Do Re Mi Melody. And it looks like, according to my notes, I started this music set out with Billy Bragg, Ruthie Miranda. There, Dar Williams and the New York City Labor Chorus 
doing Union Made, another Guthrie tune. Labor Lines is the show. KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, 90.3 FM is the great community-supported, community-supporting radio station. And what else can I say? Uh, Finishing up the first hour for a show that hopefully will air on the 18th of May in a few days. I'm recording this on the 15th from my home. Coming up next, uh, that interview that I said was right around the corner with Trevor Smith, a brother of mine from the Laborers Union, covering Joe Biden's first 100 days of labor.